Hey there. Just a reminder that we are going to be at the Portland Retro Gaming Expo in Portland, Oregon, uh, coming up here October the 21st and 22nd. We, we will be uh, at a table on the floor the entire weekend, and we will also have a live show about the WarioWare series of games. Come out. We would love to see you. Uh, just do a search for Portland Retro Gaming Expo, and you will find it. Tickets are reasonable, and there are lots of good things to see and do the wonderful support of our patrons on patreon.com slash duckfeed tv consider going there thank you My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. You're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a Games Club podcast. And this week we are continuing our discussion of Batman Arkham Asylum, the game that won our Bat Month poll um, that was held for our patrons. Yeah. And we uh, covered generalities and the finer points of plasticine sex uh, <laughs> during the last episode. So we're going to get right into it with the medical facility. Yeah. Uh, uh, here, which we just got through with uh, our exclusive paste. Yes. With, with, with our bat foam. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And we, we got a little bit of a taste of what the what the broad island looks like. Um, mm-hmm. has these watchtowers and stuff. Not an awful lot posted up just yet to make that tough. That is something that, as you pass back through it, will get a little bit more better guarded. I think so, too. Yeah. And those those parts are fun. Like, yeah. sneaking, up, sneaking up on those sniper towers. I'm, like, generally always down for that, be it, like, Metal Gear 5 or this. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, when you get to the – you go through that door to get to the kind of second part of the island. When you get to the medical facility, um, you can't get in through the front door. No. Um, because they, they snipe me Batman all the time in this game with locks, which somehow <laughs> seems like, you know, uh, a little untoward given that I just found a bunch of explosive pastes, but a lot of times a door is just locked and that's it. Yeah. Um, I think this time it, there's actually like a, a laser screen here or that come, maybe that's next. Yeah. I forget, um, I forget exactly what it is. It's like the, that like it's too well guarded or something like that, but you're right. In general, they try to, they try to baffle Batman with methods that ignore his key strengths. Yes, you know, like, like ways that you would, you would baffle me. Right. Like if you're trying to keep watch out for fireballs out of a medical facility, like a lock would do it. <laughs> right. Um, it doesn't do it for Batman, but it does just inconvenience him. So yeah, yeah. Uh, this time we have to get up on the roof, which kind of introduces some of the navigation-based, mm-hmm. you know, quote, I mean, puzzles is a strong word, but like ways you try to, you, you have to kind of make <laughs> the, different ways of egress. The, the navigation-based looking for event. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so you get in here and you find out that some some doctors have been kind of taken to these other wards in the facility and you need to go rescue them um, in a bit that is very much like a Tomb Raider level structure. You have three dudes and three wings. Yeah. Yeah. And go do the the, the three things. Mm-hmm. Um, so as you kind of move deeper in uh, to get to these three different wings, um, a broadcast comes on by Dr. Young. 
um, who comes in and is immediately super suspicious <laughs> uh, and starts talking about something called the Titan Initiative. Uh oh. Uh, for making making weaker patients stand up to treatment better. Oh, which means um, just so you can shock them and hit them more, you piece of shit. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is immediate. Like the premise of this is immediately laughable and dumb. Right. Um, and you overhear some henchmen at this point who are saying like, "Hey, the Joker wants Doctor Young alive." Right. So, so um, something about the Titan Initiative has Joker's interest. Yes, mm, he thinks he smells strong clowns about. Yes, he's going to get buff. <laughs> Oh, um, so the first one you go to, uh, or one of the, you can do these in any order, but Dr. Young is in the x-ray room. Right. Um, and there are a bunch of armed guards in here who will shoot her, um, if they see you. So you have to, uh, manipulate not just their line of sight, but get around to these weak walls that are behind them, set up the explosives two at a time. So you can kill them all simultaneously, not uh, kill them. So you can injure them for life simultaneously. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, um, you know, teaching you something that like you can use, but you don't use all that often, which is like if you can explode one side of a wall, you can knock people out. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, she's there. She is grateful for being saved. We're going to see more of her later um, over in surgery. Uh, there's an ambush as you're trying to save Dr. Chen. Um, literally, mm-hmm. it is it is just some combat. Yeah, nothing, nothing to it. Uh, again, there's not a huge uh huge you know number of colors in this box of crayons right really um you head out over to observation and some thugs have captured a uh, resting angry face cash mm-hmm. um and you have to fight them as well yeah. um, um this is yeah. this i believe this is set up to where you have to um get around the door um and um oh gosh flood the space with gas maybe in order to knock them out something like that yeah yeah. Um, it's not particularly, again, you're doing the same verb, so it, it runs together a little bit. It's mm-hmm. not super uh, noteworthy. No, no. But you have you have Cash, you have Young, and then Dr. Chen, who I assume just goes and hides in a locker, Otacon style. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can actually go back to these people and talk to them a lot of the time. Hmm. Um, you know, the, the minor amount of backtracking I did in this game uh, this time, just kind of see what it's like. Like, oh, okay, I have this thing. Let's go back through this building. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, again, disappointed by just picking up Riddler trophies. Like, they sometimes have things to say. Right. Um, you know, they kind of comment on what's been going on mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, specifically, I think I went back here when uh, Ivy had taken over the island. Yeah. That's and the people big had change, like yeah. flavor text, you know, about it. So um, this is where we we mentioned like a gift box opens up and it has a guy with two knives in it mm-hmm. uh, introducing you to knife enemies, which for some reason uh, you can't counter or punch. No, no. Um, you have to stun them, which like that doesn't seem like that maps on a knives all that well. But, <laughs> right. you know. Whatever you hit them with your cape, and then you can you can punch them till the cows come home. Yeah, yeah. It's like somebody like put a couple of marbles in your peanuts. You know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You have to get to pay attention so you don't bite down. Mm-hmm. Man, that is a terrible prank to do. Philip, yeah, why'd yeah. you do that? Fuck you. Yes. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't really imagine that. I'm pretty sure like I've gotten enough dental anxiety over the years, and because I have lost a tooth uh, on a soft subway sandwich before. Oh, what? Uh, as a kid. I mentioned that before. Like, I, I I have a tooth that was taken out as my first, like, because I didn't get taken to a dentist, dentist as a kid because uh, my childhood was, was bad. Um, but uh, I had a tooth, like, collapse uh, oh, eating geez. a sandwich. 
which I did not realize there was anything wrong with it. Like my no. mouth is not like I don't have like a mouthful of nightmares. Like it's not like a Komodo dragon know. mouth or anything. Yeah, no, I can I can still do kisses and stuff. It's it's like it's it's cleaned up. Yeah. <laughs> but it's uh you know in my mid twenties like again you know you take somebody and have them live for twenty five years without dental care like. Mm-hmm. You know, their teeth are not in great shape. So when I think about somebody doing that kind of prank on me, I just imagine all of my teeth just like crumbling. Like oh, yeah. I have dreams about it oh, yeah. um, and they're fine. Like when I get my teeth checked out they're they're more or less like fine. I'm like due for a dentist visit, but my teeth are more or less fine. Um, I just that stuck with me and I have nightmares about mm-hmm. my teeth crumbling or falling out or, or anything well, like that. It's by far like the most you know, the body horror that touches my life the most. Yeah. Well, I mean, dental torture is a thing on, on itself. The tooth crumbling is so much worse than it just falling out. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like it, it was, it lasted years because mm-hmm. I, I went and I got it. Uh, I had to have a root canal done and a root canal. They put in a temporary crown and then my insurance ran out. Uh, so they couldn't <sighs> do any more work without it costing thousands of dollars. Then I lost that insurance, uh, moved out here. Um, you know, cont- wasn't on insurance initially. Like took a while to get insurance, and by the time I had it again, uh, it was too late, and they had to like just actually take it out. Right. Um, but if we had healthcare in this country, uh, I would have a tooth there now instead of nothing. Oh. So it's a it's a very concrete uh, example that our like shitty way that we take care of people yep. has impacted my life. Bleh. So. <sighs> no. Well, that's depressing. Let's talk about more yeah. depressing medical care because Doctor yeah. Young demands to be taken to the mansion. Uh, to get her Titan research notes. Um, yes. Um, and then uh, as this is happening, an alarm goes off and more inmates kind of come in. Right. Uh, this into this this area you've been in, this predator area. So some more stuff to do on your way out. Mm-hmm. On your way deeper into the medical facility um, to get into the morgue for a reason. Um, yeah, you're going to like, it's just another way out. I think maybe yeah. you're like blocked from going the, the first way out. So you have to, it's like, so, yeah. a lot of times Batman just says, I'll have to find another way out. Yeah, yeah. And then you just go, you know, down the one critical path, but they'll, they'll block something off for you Yeah. on your way down here. You're in an elevator and like the Joker pops up on the speakers. Like Joker knows where you're at all the time. Mm-hmm. Seemingly. Um, I kept hitting cameras with batterings, uh-huh. hoping for like a portal esque, you know, acknowledgement of that. And that never happened. Mm. Um, he still always knows where you're at. I like the idea uh, of him just always um, broadcasting to every screen um, and oh, loudspeaker. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, so I smashed every screen, too, like when I saw them. Like, yeah. I, I was just like, oh, like, Batman doesn't need the Joker getting inside his head. Fuck him. No. Um, but it didn't, you know, he still knew. Of course he knew because it's, it, oh, it's a video game. Yeah. Um, but he, he floods the elevator with scarecrow gas. Yeah. So pretty fucked up. Yeah. Then we get down and we see Crane, Scarecrow, tormenting some people in a locked room. Um, yes. And we get the beginning of some of our um some of what i really uh a sequence that i really like in the game the the scarecrow stuff as you are climbing yeah. through these ruined hallways and the camera starts going a little bit weird um and things start getting more decayed more kind of silent hill-esque um and just uh things get just very twisted until you come out in an alleyway and you see uh jim gordon dead yeah yeah it's, it's not an alleyway it's like a, a little it looks a little bit like the vulcan raven room like it's mm. a it's a series of like grids yeah uh and he's he's at the other end you, you run up to him it's like well shit we didn't make it for gordon so much so that you you call oracle mm-hmm. uh you know to, to let her know like hey i couldn't save him right yeah yep and you get a wrong uh, number message yeah which is uh you know it's very like it's a the scarecrow stuff in this game is very good i think that like the actual boss fight they repeat too many times yeah yeah like i think two would have been good mm-hmm. um as opposed to three but like it's actually all very good and it's one of the big things this game is remembered for yeah and it, it's Weirdly, actually like it's so much more successful than the strong clown stuff it is 
Like so, so much so that I was actually very excited when Arkham Knight was going to feature Scarecrow very heavily. But I should have known by that point that the the advertised villain of a Batman game is never the one. It's always no. Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Scarecrow, as far as I remember, doesn't make a real he like flies around in a blimp a lot. Mm hmm. And he's the reason why all the regular Arkham citizens are trying to kill you. Yes. In uh in in night, and that's it. Like I don't think there are cool no, no there are no. not quite as many cool like mind tricks or anything. No. This is you know, it's very cool. Like cockroaches are flooding all the hallways and are crawling all over everything. Pretty neat. It's um, it's appropriate and, that we're doing both this and Metal Gear Solid 2 in the same summer, actually. Mm, yeah. Just because of the Kojima um interface fuckery. Yeah. Yeah. And this is not as nearly as extreme as that, no. you know, obviously, but, um, but it's cool because I, I like that it's, it's subtle. You don't, you know, instantly go into the, the scarecrow scarecrow scape, mm -hmm. uh, because Batman's trying to fight it off. Mm -hmm. You know, Batman's, his whole thing is like pushing through, yeah. uh, you know, that, so he's trying, mm -hmm. um, you get to the morgue, um, and, uh, there's, uh, these like kind of body drawers there, you know, where people would be on the slab, um, and these are like opening and closing as well. Uh, here. It's like the room is breathing almost. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and when you leave, you enter the same morgue, which yep. I'm always going to be down for that. Um, until eventually there, you have to address these three body bags in the middle. Um, and there's kind of a neat thing here. I watched, there's a, a YouTube channel called like boundary breaker or something like that, hmm. where a guy, um, uses camera tricks and like an editors and stuff to like, see what's beyond boundaries and games. Oh, cool. Essentially, it's really it's a really fun channel. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, the episode for Arkham Asylum is pretty fun. Mm -hmm. uh, and one of the things that's kind of cool is you can actually open these in any order. Um, and the way they make sure that you see the things uh, in the right order is that initially um, all three of them are your dad. Uh, so you open it up and you get to see your dad. Mm -hmm. He's a corpse. Um, and then the last two are your mom. And then the third one is always the scarecrow, no matter what order you do them in. Oh, nice. So it's not so, just like left, right and then center like I did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, it's all three of them. Like, so no matter what, your dad's in the first one. Nice. So it's, three, it's like three dads. It's like three dads. <laughs> it's like uh, it's it's like they're running a multi hall problem on their on themselves. Yeah. 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 Neat. Um. Yeah. This is great. I think um somewhere here you can see either Ross Al Ghul's um body or where his body used to be. It's his body. You can see his foot. Yeah. 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 Um. <laughs> I never get comfortable because I, I always say Ross Al Ghul, um, and, and in City they call him Race Al Ghul. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's cool that his, that his his body is in here. Yeah, um, he ends up actually being like a villain in in City, mm -hmm. but here he's yeah, he's just yeah. cameo. Yep. Um, so you open the last one um, after seeing your dead parents. You know, Scarecrow's got your number, and yep. um, Scarecrow comes up, screams in your face. Um, and the morgue has kind of busted apart. Like it's as you turn around, you know, they've been doing these camera reveals for the whole series. It's something that Knight made into an art, but that was present here. You turn around and you see that the, you know, ceiling, uh, is blown away and you are in this kind of twisted, illogical space with a vortex in the sky. Yeah. It's very cool looking, mm -hmm. um, very striking. And just like it's, it's spicing things up because again, as we mentioned, uh, this game kind of has limited crayons in the crayon box mm -hmm. as far as things it can have you do. Um, so one of the things it can do is give you these different environments to, to fuck around in. Um, and this ends up being kind of articulating as a little bit of a boss fight, mm -hmm. um, that are these kind of stealth missions. There's a gigantic scarecrow in the middle. It's essentially the dragon God. Yeah. From, from Demon, uh, Souls. Demon Souls. Yeah. Um, it's really great presentation wise. Mechanically, I think it's kind of bland and it's that's like why a, doing them three times kind of bums me out. That's the thing. I, I wish they would have added, added more complication or brought more of the fucking around us 
into yeah. the actual play of them, not just the uh, the rise and fall, you know? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. like you, you're trying to avoid, you know, the spotlights of the Scarecrow's eyes. And it's kind of like a like a side scrolling um, section in the same vein as like a, like a Mario Galaxy. Almost. You're moving That's side to way, side. Good comparison. Yeah. You're moving yeah. side to side around the cylindrical space, um, you know, ducking behind stuff or, you know, trying to avoid him um, as he is kind of reaching at you with his awesome little uh, Freddy Krueger uh, syringe, syringe fingers. fingers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they call me syringe fingers. <laughs> oh, um, man. I love that. Back on Newgrounds, syringe fingers. Yeah. <laughs> the Flash series. Yeah. yeah. So creepy. Yeah. So, but a, a creepy guy. And that was it because back in the day, that's all you really needed. <laughs> like, what if guy? What if a guy had a weird voice and was kind of spooky? Um, yeah, giving him syringe fingers is one of the uh, like grim, darkest, like edgiest upgrades. Yeah, I think that they've done uh, for one of the characters here. Like, how does he do anything? Right. You know, because it's not just this version that has the syringe fingers. Like, he has them uh, when they show his like body model yeah. in the later games as well. Like, I don't know how you do anything. <laughs> Except yeah. like repair watches. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, <laughs> it's prepared. that's pretty good can we take a moment and talk about how good killian murphy's uh scarecrow is in batman begins it's really good it's so good yeah i i love him there, there's a moment that like i just like i will always stick with me is that like the part in the interrogation and it's the no, you yeah. know it's his titular line where he's like have you seen my mask like he like the way he presents that is one of my favorite things <laughs> yep. like it's it's really really good yeah. and he was a, he was an inspired choice for a, a main villain mm-hmm. uh for that because like raja ghoul drives the rest of the plot but like it's the more conventional parts of the plot. Yeah, yeah. You know, Scarecrow was a very good idea. Yeah. But I'm a big fan of Scarecrow, actually. Me too. Yeah. As we would be, being horror boys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he is. Uh, he's really cool. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, you're trying to avoid your way around. Um, and uh, I don't believe they introduced combat so much in this. Not the first one. That comes yeah. up in the second one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you're just kind of making your way, ducking and everything in a side-scrolling environment. Um, you know, it's fine. You know, it, and until you eventually get a bat signal that you uh, blast in his face, which symbolizes shaking off the toxin. Right. Yeah. So it is a battle within the center of the mind or whatever TV trips would say. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so you come out, you know, you're in the special chamber uh, and the Joker challenges you to stealth all the way to Harley in order to rescue Gordon. So like yeah. he's doing his he's doing his uh, thing of not really um, giving his own hench people the. uh the information they need they need yeah but I, lo- I love this because this actually does make being seen a, a lose condition yes. which i don't usually like but it's like easy enough to not be seen well it's just variety uh, right yeah yeah like, um, like th- is, th- that isn't good as a matter of course but like hey they they handle it okay here yeah i think i think this is a pretty fun and the layout of this is good yeah um so you make your way down there you fight the guards on your way to eventually take out uh harley uh quinn uh who is up in this little chamber just kind of like sitting around uh sexily with gordon yeah um <laughs> and so what you find out you know after gordon is released and he goes says ah took me they took me um mm-hmm. you know he leads you inadvertently to bane um who kind of tragically is rigged up against his will um yeah. you know he's having this venom extracted from him he's you know been set up as a human larder almost yeah which is a weird you know weird thing yeah. Um, Joker cuts him loose, uh, and he, he, you know, by pumping juice into him, mm-hmm. like he's kind of deflated. The the Joker pumps some, some of the good juice back into him <laughs> and then he flexes his way out and you get into a fight, um, which is the same strong clown fight you fought before. <laughs> yep. Uh, this is like, this is just the Bane fight. You're fighting against a big dumb dude. 
Yeah. Um, so, so number two and the fact that they blew the first one on just like a nobody is so silly. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like Bane's gotta be pissed about this, <laughs> you know? Cause it's like, well, the, the, uh, the, the opener played your hit song. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. Like the opening band covered <laughs> fucking, you don't get to do a horse with no name. That's for America. <laughs> like, what else do we have? Yeah. Fuck. Uh, I know we have one other song, but nobody can remember the title of it. They just know if they heard it. Um, <laughs> So is it heart of gold? Fuck. That was Neil Young. Shit. We got nothing. Um, We got nothing. The big difference here is that you, uh, so the first time you, after he runs on the wall, you hit him enough time. You can eventually jump up onto his back. And what I was, was certain was gonna be a quick time event. And mercifully is not right. Um, you pull off uh, one of his plugs of juice. Yeah. And, uh, as the, the fight continues, Joker adds more henchmen Mm -hmm. uh, into it. And one of the things I really like about this game, (laughs) even the, the bad strong clown fights is that enemies will hurt each other. Mm Mm-hmm. So they do this later. I think the best boss fight in this game is the two strong clowns uh, <laughs> fight, which like it's weird that one of them is boring, but doing two of them is kind of fun. But it's just because you can pit them against each other. Right, right. That makes it fun. Um, here you can make Bane kind of charge into enemies, and that's kind of the extent of it. Yeah, yeah. You don't get um, to bucking Bronco Bane. <laughs> I don't like what you have to pay to get that moment, though, because this game's idea of adding complexity to a fight is to just throw more dudes. Through, through oh, totally. In, which yeah, is kind of an uninspired way to, it's kind of like, Hey, let's make this a better meal by putting more cheese on it. Yeah. Yeah. Which I love cheese, but <laughs> yeah. <sighs> but you're fighting Bane. You just have to do that three times, which is, which is nice. He's a little bit more throw happy than the other one is. And he'll even pick up bodies and throw them at you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And kind of, you know, kind of fun, but all pretty, you know, pretty, pretty pedestrian. Yeah. Um, after you take out Bane, um, you head outside, you meet Gordon, um, Bane gets back up and, uh, he's about to run at you, but Batman does a super cool guy thing and has the Batmobile hit him and knock him into the ocean, <laughs> uh, where he is drowned forever. Or is he mm-hmm. see him again in Arkham origins before this? Um, he, Batman he, says, a, he was a side quest in city as well. You're right. He's a good guy in, in city. Oh, you like, think uh, like, until he breaks yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah. But he teams up with you for a long time, which is cool. Yeah. Um, because Bane weirdly for like being like pretty shitty design and like, not a cool looking character to me is always presented as like kind of an anti-hero in the comics. Yeah. It's kind of genteel like a little bit like yeah. he, like he's an intellectual in the, in the comics. Yeah. Um, and in the third movie, like they, you know, yeah. Tom Hardy, like again, you know, say what you will about those movies, but I actually like really like that weird off putting performance because you can't, uh, I, you know, I can't, I find it arresting. Yes. So, um, so yes, yeah, so we get knocked in the ocean and Batman says, Hey Gordon, you know, be safe. I need to head to my bat cave. What? Don't leave us here. I'm not going to leave us here. I installed my house inside of your house. <laughs> like this would be like if I had an apartment in your pantry, Cole. Oh, shit. Like, if like I just had a smaller version of my entire house with a tinier voice and a tinier little computer and a tinier little switch. <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was where that, that new door showed up at the back of my yeah. at the back of my pantry. <laughs> like, I think this is one of the most like contrived things in this game. I think it's extremely dumb that Batman has a mini Batcave somewhere else. Yeah. It's like they knew they needed to ha- handle Batcave iconography, but didn't want to expand the scope. You know? I, I really wish by this, uh, but by, by this logic, he wouldn't have the gigantic penny in there. He, he would have a gigantic dime. It would or, be just yeah. like a little bit smaller. Or just a regular size penny. Oh gosh. On, on a little platform. It could be there. I need to go and look at all, look at all the clutter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like like Oracle even says like, wait a minute, I didn't know about that, and Batman's like, ah, look who you're talking to. Yeah, yep, yep, yeah. But you know, he has been slowly moving his gear over here, knowing that something exactly like this would happen, because yeah. 
Batman's superpower is being prepared and also being not too sheepish about beating the shit out of somebody who's mentally unstable. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 <laughs> that, that, that's our boy. Um, so uh, you talk to Oracle, you say like, hey, Dr. Young seems suspicious. Uh, check her out. And Bane mentioned her before. I uh, called her something. Called her the Bruja. And, the Bruja. And Oracle translates this as Spanish for witch. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Um, so you head into the Batcave through a series of very long tunnels. Um, and Oracle sends you this report. Um, and this is where we kind of learn about what this Titan formula is. Yes. It is a version of Bane's thing that's highly unstable and dangerous, but you don't need to store it separately. Like, it just goes in your blood. Right. So it is like venom, but, you know, you, you only need trace, relatively trace amounts of it to uh, induce the Bane-like transformation. Yes. Um, and what it appears is happening and is ultimately true is that Joker is using this to create an army of strong clowns. Yes. Um, which like, I, you know, I guess, you know, like it's, it's pretty, it's pretty dumb mm-hmm. for the Joker to do this. Like this has none of this is doesn't tie into his theming at all. Like this has none of his panache. Like, yeah, you know, the, the Joker does not go for the most effective route yeah. to things. That's part of why he's interesting. Like otherwise he'd be Zaz, <laughs> you know, he, he goes for this thematically cohesive stuff and yeah. this does not feel like that to me yeah and this doesn't feel like a test specifically for batman and no. his morality or any like any dc superhero should come fight this a bunch of super strong guys right you know this is like green lantern level work <laughs> i can give it to like a shittier superhero right like what is batman doing this like you know so th- that's going to be our conflict here and it just gets dumber and dumber as we go <laughs> um as you're here you grab the bat claw uh which has this uh this kind of uh like grappling attachment to it um, which allows you to pull things from a distance. Yes. Uh, this has some limited uh, utility in combat. Um, for the most part, though, it is used to yank off vents. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, it's good as an opening gambit in combat, especially if you're dealing with like two or three people. Uh, what it does is it kind of get over here's somebody and makes yeah. them stumble as you're closing the distance. So like if there's one dude with a gun, it takes him out for just a moment so you can deal with him. It also, if on the rare occasion people are saying on ledges, you can dump people into the drink. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that's pretty fun. Um, it doesn't happen very often because once they see it coming, they can dodge. Yeah. So, um, you had another way, you know, the way you came in is blocked off. So you had to pull some, some boxes down, uh, and jump across a little gap and go out a different way. Yeah. Uh, croc menaces you from the other side of a sewer bulkhead saying, Hey, I'm going to eat you later on. Yeah. It's going to be cool. Let's set an appointment. Is your, is yep. your Google calendar up to date? <laughs> yeah. Your back calendar. <laughs> um, I'll be eating you later. Um, the, uh, and as you make your way out of these sewers, um, these old sewers, you end up using the bat, bat clock quite a bit. It's like a yeah. little bit of a tutorial for it. Um, as you kind of continue, get some more exposition. Um, this game, you know, we talk about, there's gotta be a good word for it. Uh, cause we talk about a lot on the show where the, the artistry that goes into deciding when to give your character, your player, a like narration or world building info dump, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's still for me, like I've, I've said it before, but like for me, the gold standard of that is still Bioshock. Yep. Where like you get to an area, you get a, a tape at the beginning of the area, you explore it uh, physically and visually while you listen to people talk about what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, Batman does not do a super great job of that no. because a lot of times you get the call and Batman slows down. He puts his finger in his little bat Bluetooth and you just kind of can walk in circles. Like you can't open any doors. You can't do anything else. Well, you know what that is. Uh, they're disguising loading times. Yes. Yeah. Um, that, 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 I mean, that is that is specifically an Unreal Engine style thing. They also did that mm-hmm. in um, Gears of War. 
it's sometimes I think that's the case. Other times though, they just have loading times. Like you just go through a door mm-hmm. and you just wait for something to load. It's, it's like so, within, within an area loading times, I think is what it is. Yeah. I, I, I still think also though, like they just make it so you can't do anything while you're listening, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, well, it's, it it's also, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think they want your attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, it could be both. It feels like, it's strange to me that they would go to pains to disguise those loading times while leaving so many in, Right. you know, so I'm sure it, it achieves the function of it disguising the loading time. Yeah. It also feels to me like they just want my attention and they don't want to have a, a chance of having barks yeah. uh, come through. And that that's, that's a real, that's reasonable fear. Yeah. You know, it's just other games manage to let me play while listening, uh, which is the ideal. Mm-hmm. And it is amazing to me how many games don't get that right. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a very thin line to walk. Like oxen free is terrible for it. Like there's a lot of games that do a very bad job of this. And this has the same problem as oxen free, which is like making me stand next to a door, not open it because I'm finishing a cell phone conversation. Yeah. You know, um, pretty, pretty, pretty annoying. But what, what happens as you get in here, we get another, uh, little transition from Oracle that, uh, Dr. Young, um, has been paid from Jack White, uh, who is the guy from the white stripes, um, (laughs) and is also an alias of the Joker. Right. Um, she had received all these payments. She eventually started to decline them. Um, and then, you know, they surmised that the Joker got super angry and started making threats. I think they e- hacker email as well. Yeah. The hacker email and find like some disturbing photos and things like that. Um, yeah. Like he is menacing or like nobody gets out. Yes. You know, once you start there working with the Joker, once you start working with old icky thump himself. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Uh, he's, he starts thinking about your doorbell and how he's going to ring it. <laughs> 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 Oh, get behind oh, me, man. Um, God damn it. I was trying to work out to get, get behind me, but I couldn't. Um, so you head through these like sewer catacombs where the whole deal is you can't grapple onto edges. Yeah. Um, this is very like Tomb Raider-esque, like, you know, yeah. uh, crawl on the, the, you know, the square platform, some of which you can jump on the ledge of. It just feels like um, a, like a time tax to like Roomba your way around because stuff that appears to be a valid pathway, pathway forward, um, is not, or it's just a, it's just a dead end to a fucking Riddler trophy. Yeah. Um, like finding Riddler trophies in this thing, it was very obnoxious because a bunch of them are just there. Right. Right. Uh, it's just like, if you want to take the time to like get there and have Batman slowly grunt his way up to it. <laughs> um, so you get to the surface, you have to head to Arkham mansion. Um, and this is where Joker has planted these snipers on the watchtowers. I'm all on the island. So you have to kind of like watch their line of sight mm-hmm. and stuff. And getting caught by these is a big deal. Like you cannot survive very many snipes. No. Uh, so this ends up being like pretty fun mm-hmm. to kind of grapple up to them and get behind those guys and take them out. Yeah. So. Uh, big fan. Yeah. Big fan of this. So you, uh, you have, then you head into Arkham Mansion. Yeah. Um, Arkham Mansion, big spooky place. I imagine this is where the administrators lived, possibly. Something like that. Yeah. Um, at the entry, you can go in. There's a there's a force field. Um, and the henchmen will kind of taunt you with their butts behind it, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty funny. When you get above, um, you know, like, like through the um, uh, vent at the top, which you have to open with the back claw and then come down and beat the shit out of them for having the temerity. The balls yeah. to taunt the Nobody bat. shows me your fun hole. Like, <laughs> nobody shows Batman a fun hole. No. Nobody. Um, <laughs> so we find out Joker has captured Dr. Young. Um, and it has his henchmen saying, like, hey, find the rest of her notes. 
uh, in this gigantic library room mm -hmm. um, where they're just digging through books because these guys are real idiots. Like, <laughs> oh, of course, she kept her notes in the library with yeah. other published books <laughs> um, as opposed to her office or like a safe or something. Yeah, which I think um, is almost exactly where you find them, too. Yeah. Uh, which is yeah. in her office in her safe, which is by all rights, the first place you go. Makes way more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you rescue a guard from a henchman who was wearing a suicide collar. Um, and these are kind of uh, rigged together into these alert collars, meaning that if you take out somebody who is wearing one of those, it automatically alerts everybody who's around them. So it makes your stealth prioritization uh, change up. Yes. Pretty, pretty cool. Uh, cool little twist. Yeah. Um, um, you rescue Cash again yeah. uh, here. So Cash got captured again, I believe, because <laughs> I think we freed him in the medical ward. Yeah. Um, he might got captured at the end of that. Um, and his, his Cash cronies. Uh, and they point out, like, oh, Dr. Young was in her office, which, like... Of course. Okay, course JRPG she would villager. Be. <laughs> I hear the king lives in the castle. Okay. Um, I hear that she's in her office. Sure. Okay. Sure. A lot of strong clowns around here lately. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. This is your... Okay, well, man. Um, so you had to break into her office. So you can't get in through the front door. Mm -hmm. um, we find out her safe has been opened, uh, but it wasn't forced. Um, you look at the security footage and find out that she herself actually opened it. Yes. So you have to go into a crime scene uh, kind of mode to get a trace on her uh, handprint and fingerprints to um, look for where she hid her notes. Uh, and this highlights all of her fingerprints on the path uh, you know, where she walked. Luckily, she touches everything. Yeah, yeah. She's walking like uh, she's just trying to stabilize herself. I think she broke a heel. Yeah, that, that would like actually make tons of sense. Like if they yeah. showed that, like I, I honestly um, don't think I don't I don't think that they showed it. I was just joking. No, 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 no. It's, it's just it's a really plausible explanation. <laughs> Otherwise, I just assume that she like just has like a Purell on the other hand and is just kind of like constantly <laughs> wiping down. Um, yeah. So Oracle calls and says like, hey, uh, we were looking for bombs. Like I think Joker said he set a bunch of bombs in Gotham earlier. Mm -hmm. We might have missed that. Um, but she says like they found one of the bombs and it was a decoy. It was full of marzipan and kittens. Yeah. Because uh, uh, and then midgets and then uh, <laughs> on crack and then monkeys. Uh, I um. When I, when I was reading about this, I guess um, actual C4 smells like marzipan. Hmm. Yeah, so That's it's, interesting. Yeah, it smells sweet um, is the uh, is, is what I read. That could have been horseshit. But um, like the like the, the, the fact that he would have used that in order to throw people off. Um, but it's just dessert would be funny. Yeah. I'm going to add that to my list of things like if I'm ever terminally ill to try eating along C4? with uh, antifreeze. Yeah. <laughs> it like, smells like marzipan. I don't even like marzipan, but it's like if I'm going to die anyway, like a little little antifreeze and marzipan, like, yeah. let's do it to one of pleasures. <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, we head to the library. Um, there are some some guards as well that we have to rescue here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I forget. It's like you have 90 seconds to do it. <laughs> yeah, there's there's like a time timed thing here. Yeah. Um, with the last they saw, like, so you talk to the guards eventually once you free them. Um, Dr. Young was hiding her notes. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yep, um, so you, you find it and you destroy it, but you're not, you're not confident this did it. No, Bat Batman's line is like, hey, it's never this simple with him. Like, even though it was in her possession, he probably already got it. Right. Yep. Um, and so Joker comes over the PA and says, hey, I've got Dr. Young and I'm going to sick Zaz on him because I'm not going to get my hands dirty. Yes. Yeah, so we got, we did do another Zaz rescue. As we're heading there, though, uh, the Scarecrow talks and pops back up, and this is actually a great sequence. It's great. Um, as the the hallway you're in uh, stretches on forever and slowly turns into the alleyway where your parents were killed. It starts raining, which is nice yeah. because like it Indoors. initially looks like um, the ceiling's leaking, which is plausible. Yeah. 
in this rundown kind of place. Uh, but then like you see like lightning flashes and then uh, like streetlights start showing up. I'm I'm just so here for an endless hallway. Yep. <laughs> like like hey, no matter what, like I'm into that. So <laughs> that'd be a great t-shirt. I'm yeah, here for I'm an just... endless hallway. <laughs> here for the endless soup, salad, breadsticks, and hallway. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get to the end of the endless hallway. That's how you get unlimited breadsticks. <laughs> oh. Well, to replace the unlimited calories that you burn getting to them. 100%. Yeah. A closed system. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But this is this is good. You know, like he turns into child Bruce, uh, which is really mm-hmm. effective. Um, and children look very strange in this engine. So that's also good. Yeah, you're, um, you look like a weird little ventriloquist doll. <laughs> um, and you get like a uh, audio. He recalls Commissioner Gordon helping him on the, uh, you know, the night of his uh, parents' death. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, pretty cool. Uh, I really want to do a mod where you play through the whole game as child Bruce model. Well, like, I feel like that would have been this. That would be a great unlockable or something. <laughs> um, when you get to the end of this, you get sucked into another scarecrow sequence. Yes. Uh, this one, you know, just incorporates your new black bat claw, but doesn't do that much new other than uh, having scarecrow jam his syringes into the ground, inject them with skeleton sperm that then give birth to skeletons. <laughs> yep. um, and like skeletons are already an engine. Like as much as it's silly for Batman to fight a bunch of skeletons, I'm kind of here for it. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, you know. It's goofy and stupid. Yeah. yeah. So it, it is funny to me. Yep. In Scarecrow Land, every vision is Skelevision. Absolutely. But yeah, these are just uh, regular ass fights. You have, you have counters and everything. Yep. Um, and you just have to get up and again, shine the battering on them. Yeah. Um, when you get to the other end, we're in this like weird library tower uh, section where we have another uh, timed sequence here. Mm-hmm. Um, the Joker has some uh, a box that's going to explode with poison where um, our two guards are down right. in the bottom and we have to make a, our way up to get to the place where we can cut down this bell to smash through the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like time ended up being pretty tight for me actually. Yeah. Like I barely made this and it's because, uh, it's not initially evident how you're going to cut down this thing. No. Um, so you end up having to like crawl up through the walls. You can't, for some reason you can't, uh, use your, your grappling hook to you, you know, to actually climb this tower. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't, I don't know why. Yeah. Um, you can't do that. You have to actually like climb up through the walls. There's a lot of like false starts to this mm-hmm. and kind of red herrings. And it's, it ends up actually like kind of bugging me a little bit. Yeah. I died here. Um, anytime where there was a time limit and you were forced to find your way around that ran up against my inability to navigate 3d space like this. Yeah. A lot of the time, um, time limits on me do not play nice in third, uh, third, I was third dimension in third person games. Yeah. Yeah but eventually you you knock the bell through it opens up this glass floor um and that uh releases the gas so these people won't die yes um yeah this is where at some point here uh a henchman has a stun gun on your way to uh, go rescue uh the the lady the doctor from zaz yeah yeah um, there, there's a there's a henchman with a stun gun so this introduces the cattle prod guys uh, mm-hmm. like you need to do your double tap a dodge over them to get behind them yeah. And if you try opening. to punch them, they'll stun you and like the uh, the screen will kind of uh, get fizzy, fuzzy. I dig that. I like that filter a lot. It happens when you get hit in the head with a baseball bat, too. Or like <laughs> you get double vision for yeah. a second, which is really cool. Um, but it's just another like, I you know, just forcing you to change up your combat yeah. a little bit. Um, until you get to this, this room at the top of the library where Zaz is. Um, this is really strange because it's like we already had kind of a boss encounter like very recently with the scarecrow stuff. And this is just, uh, you know, the classic again, like metal gear solid two, 
um, you having to hit somebody while they're holding someone hostage, like when they're not looking mm-hmm. or when the shot is clear, yeah. uh, doing this corner cover of Batarang. Yes. I uh, hear if you accidentally hit the doctor with the Batarang, it's a uh, game over. Yeah, it I doesn't kill anybody right else. <laughs> no, everyone else, I mean, it kills a uh, poison ivy for some reason. Yeah. But um, it, I had her uh, uh, like just put her head right in the way, mm-hmm. you know, just like and, and just get smacked in the face, which sucks, uh, died here. But you just have to like take out Zaz until you actually can talk to the doctor. Mm-hmm. She says, uh, hey, no, the, the Joker actually has gallons of this formula. Um, I'm sorry that I did this. You know, I was initially tempted. I want to break good now. Um, here are the island uh, security codes in my safe. Um, and as you are, you know, about to team up with her, uh, the Joker has like a, a contingency bomb thing and kills her. Yeah, it's like in her safe. It blows open. It's actually really yeah. gruesome. Her body yeah. is twisted and uh, kind of like wrapped up in a very uh, brutal way that kind of doesn't fit with the teen rating in this game. One single bit. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of weird. We got a little bit of information. We got the security codes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, and Harley Quinn comes by and again, takes Warden Sharp. Like, yes, take him. Fine. It's well, whatever. Yep. <sighs> um, so we use uh, use the scanner um, to get his DNA signature off the cane that, that Quinn used uh, to sm- smack him in the brain. <laughs> and this leads to the penitentiary. Uh, or as I have in the notes, this Ladads to the penitentiary. Yes. <laughs> Hello, I'm Ladad. <laughs> Welcome, the son. I have no idea um, why there is a prison on a mental health facility island, but okay. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, Arkham Asylum doesn't treat people seemingly like we right. let's talk about interview tapes we found a bunch of them by now yes we have uh, in generalities we can talk about these because we're not going to talk about every individual story um this is the other kind of collectible as we mentioned and it is it has more intrinsic you know more valuable value to me than the joker trophies because it's not just getting an achievement like you get a little bit bit of content yeah um i still wish you could walk around while listening to these oh, you because can. that's if you answer that while they're playing yeah oh they'll keep playing I did not know because I, I thought they just wanted me to like watch the uh, little drawing, little comic book <laughs> drawing of, of Edward Nigma nope. or whatever. No, um, if you uh, if you exit out and nothing interrupts it, then yeah, it'll it'll go. Oh, oh, good to know. Yeah, I mean you you played on PC, right? Um, yeah, yep, I did too. So yeah, you can do that. Oh, good to know. Um, I just wish that when you picked them up, they displayed. Yeah, yeah. like I wish that that would have been signaled because I'm I'm used to things not letting me do that in this game. Or give me really? the button that says, like, hey, press back to play this. Yeah. 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 Um, so what these are is uh, psych- psychiatrist, like, kind of interviews. Mostly with different taunting patients. them. <laughs> yeah. A lot of bad psychiatrists and bad patients going on here. Um, they have, like, I don't think these are particularly well written. Mm. They're they're kind of weird. Like, some of them are kind of good uh, in that they have, like, little minor, like, not like Twilight Zone twist, but kind of like little twist to them. Yeah, but they tend like the twist always tends to be just like, uh, you know, well then I killed my parents, <laughs> you know, or something like that. Like they, yeah. they're they they feel a little tryhardy to me. Like they're a little, you know, and I we we talked about how we don't like that as an insult, but they feel a little like they're they're pushing a little bit hard. Yeah, to me, yeah. like or just uh, trying to be extreme in a way that is not interesting. Like oh, yes. so you killed somebody? That is like the least interesting thing you can do as a Batman about- villain. Well, yeah, and about that Batman villain. Like, mm-hmm. they're good when they're trying to get, when they get into the psychology of the individual villain. Right, right. Um, they're less good when they are just trying to shock me. Yeah. Like, um, learning about the way that the Riddler could never please his dad. Yes. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, learning about the the Riddler, you know, when we get to the end of that, where he, see, like, there's one that ends with, like, a dead baby joke or something. Yeah. And it just, like, man, like, 
this was this had a lot of potential. It did. Extremely. Um, so these are delivered. Um, each patient has, I think, five reels that you can find yes. um, that bears out their entire story. Um, and, you know, these could be delivered throughout the entire game. So, like, I think Harley's and the Jokers are, you know, just trickled out like that. And that takes away any of the momentum of the story. Um, and I mm-hmm. think plays into that structural twist problem in a way where, like, they are hoping that one of these details will land um, in this segmented, broken up presentation in a way that they wouldn't if you had listened to this whole thing in a row. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Um, of note is the, uh, are the Harley Quinn ones, which are essentially a retelling of her origin, uh, story, uh, which is a, a very famous episode of Batman, the anime series called mad love. Mm-hmm. Um, that was also adapted into a comic book. Yeah. Um, essentially but- Harley Quinn was a psychologist who was Stockholm syndrome by the Joker. Right. You know, she, she came in saying like, oh, I hear you're tough not to crack, but you know, I'm the best. So I'm going to, you know, work extra hard on you. And that made her vulnerable. Uh, to his uh, manipulation, right? Yeah. Um, there's also I forget who it was. Was it like Zaz that begins with the with Batman bringing him in? I, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, they kind of blur together because they are, you know, with only a couple exceptions, they don't have really strong hooks, right? You know, so uh, that was that's kind of I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, which one? Oh, which there's one a scare, scarecrow that 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 is uh, that begins with Doctor Crane doing the uh, the analysis of the psychiatrist who is interrogating him. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, like they're, so they're not they're not without coolness to them. I again, I was happier to find these than Riddler trophies. Oh yeah. Um, but I just I I wish they were a, a little bit stronger. Yeah. I wish they were taller. I wish they were a baller. <laughs> um, so, um, so we're heading to the the penitentiary. Um, which this is full of like all the like super maniacs. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the maximum security asylum. Yes. Um, this is a relatively small area. Um, yeah. the main cell block is full of these electrified cells that are full of these screaming and moaning, um, inmates slash patients. The actual name of these enemies is lunatics. Um, mm. and they're, they're just these emaciated skeletal kind of forms that'll run directly at you and jump on you. Um, but it's kind of, a, yeah. it's kind of disturbing to, you know, put on scale view and see these just writhing and moaning skeletons through the doors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and these guys are, are kind of an interesting, they're always used as traps though. Yeah. Like it's pretty rare that they get mixed up with other enemies. Well, they're used as um, traps until they're just put out in the middle of the Island or run at you as you're trying to get around. Well, that's, that's true too, but they're, they're not usually, it's not like you'll, it's pretty rare that you run into like a group of guys, like a full mix, right? You know, like a Royal flush thing where it's like, Oh, like while I'm trying to fight, maybe one of these guys runs from off camera. Yeah. You know, I was expecting a little bit more of that, but they're, you know, once you get the rhythm of dodging them, uh, it's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Like dodge them and then do the, uh, the ground slam. Yeah. And take them out. Um, yeah. So, uh, as we're heading through this kind of like this, the, the, the green mile with it is what they call it because poison Ivy is interred there. We run into her. Um, and she says, you know, you have to save my babies, um, the plants and Batman of course treats this, uh, with the the appropriate amount of reverence, which is <laughs> none. No, yeah, like yeah. they're plants. Um, sorry, baby. Uh, Ivy's arc over this entire series is ridiculous. To where she ends up making the heroic sacrifice at the end of night. Dude, like super plant in in Arkham Knight is one of the dumbest fucking things. Like, yeah. I'm I sorry, super plant so much. Sorry. Like, I'm not sorry if I spoiled that for you. That is so dumb. Like going through uh, finding the original like super root. Mm-hmm. to 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 give to juice up super plant so it can fight all the t- spear toxin like it's like written by a mad libs like 
it's one of the dumbest things. Yeah. Um, and she's supposed to be like a character with like a little bit of, you know, moral grayness to her, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, Greenpeace, you know, or like eco-terrorist in general have a lot of moral grayness to them. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of what she's supposed to be presented as. But here she's like just a weird sex pot. Yeah. Um, she, not she, my favorite she, thing. she is a sex pot single issue voter who will turn on you for not uh, treating the things she values with the same gravity that she does. Yes. Yeah. Um, so you, you just kind of ignore her for now. Um, we get to the uh, security control room where Sharp is at. Um, and through the monitor, you can see Harley uh, taunting Poison Ivy and then letting her loose. Yeah. Well, fuck. Uh, and then Joker <laughs> lets all the inmates out. Fuck. <laughs> Uh-oh. So you're safe kind of for now. Um, you know, Sharp, um, he's up here in this uh, security room. He ends up giving you the cryptographic sequencer, uh, which is very lame. Um, I don't like this at all. It's uh, weird that he gives it to you. Yeah. Like, here's a Batman gadget <laughs> for you that I've been holding on to your... your... Well, what is it? He's got the cryptographic sequencer. He gives you the code to finish it or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I think that that's what it is. Yeah. And, and there's a big thing about you finding security codes, but these are different security codes. Yeah. These are not the ones Dr. Young gave you. But um, you have this thing. What I do like here is Clayface, um, <laughs> this this cameo, uh, which is very clever. When you get there, you see Sharp, like, locked up. Mm-hmm. He's, like, begging to be let out. And, like, I would have loved if there was a way to let him out. Oh, yeah. Like if you could have got fooled by this and had like a little mini boss fight or something, Mm -hmm. but really there's no way to let him out. And then when you turn your back, uh, you hear, and then he turns into Gordon and then turns into Batman and turns into different people. It's very cool. Yeah. It's a good way to reuse those assets actually. Yeah. Without without actually having to design Clayface into this. Um, And there are like even signs around. Like I love that somebody went to the printer and said, yeah, um, I needed to say, do not open cell inmate will imitate you. Something yeah, like exactly. not a mimic, not a mimic, not a mimic. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm way into it. Yeah. Like, I like Clayface quite a bit. <laughs> um, so as you mentioned, as you had your way out, there are more lunatics, uh, which we fight. Um, one of the things about Detective Vision that I think um, kind of spoils things is in addition to showing you skeletons, if you turn it on when you go into a room, it'll show you the remaining number of threats yeah. in the room, whether you can see them or not. Uh, so it ruins all of these ambushes. Like these are set up as ambushes, but if you flip on detective vision, it's like, oh, there are two guys who are going to come at me during this room. Yeah. You know, so it kind of, that kind of bums me out actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. they should have disincentivized uh, so you, you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you had to like, what is kind of considered to be like a climactic kind of boss encounter, uh, here considered by who <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know. I think that this is supposed to be like a set piece fight, like semi boss. Like it's just a bunch of dudes on this, like cartoonish electrified floor yeah um <laughs> it's like a it's like a gigantic simon board yeah yeah with with three levels and enemies keep popping out uh to attack you and you just have to not be on the floor as it's about to get electrified right um it's actually very similar to the poison ivy boss fight that's coming up mm-hmm. later like it mirrors it in yeah. kind of what you're doing it's interesting because or it's at least funny because like as it's charging up to change you see all the henchmen like run and dash toward the new nearest safe space as well. And what's fun is you can hit them with a batarang and leave them on it and damage them, <laughs> yep. you know, or you can like toss guys off or you can pull guys onto the floor. Like you can play with it, which I think is kind of fun. Yeah. Um, but essentially you just kind of have to do that uh, over and over until uh, you eventually win that fight. Um, and you have to ha- chase uh, Harley. Yes. Um, and she um, has left another trap here knowing that Batman cannot save somebody. Um, she's rigged up two guards over electrified water. Um, this is presented as a challenge when it's actually not like you have yeah. to, you have to turn off the electricity in the water. It's timed. You just cut them free and they get up and run away. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's, it's pretty lame on Harley's, uh, Harley's 
side here. Um, as you're kind of going through this, you can find some like little Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find Two Face. Uh, you can find Mister Freeze's cell, which I love. Like you don't actually see him. It's just, it's just, just complete, over. It's just completely caked over with ice. Yeah. Yeah, that's really great. Yeah. Uh, there are like a couple of different like little Easter egg referencey things yeah. in this game that are pretty fun. Um, that's something the whole series will do mm-hmm. and is one of my favorite things about it. Yeah. Um, going to Cal- Calendar Man's cell in Arkham City is like extremely cool. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that he has different things to say on holidays is like, you know, chef fingers. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Yes. Um, not syringe fingers. No, not that's there. <laughs> or salad fingers. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then this is where you have the changing Simon fight. Sorry. I, yeah. oh, I got oh, yeah. this mixed up. Um, yeah. But yeah, you're, you know, you're you're kind of fighting her, but you're just kind of hitting a mix of dudes, you know, until she runs out of henchmen. And then the uh, the Joker says, like, hey, you failed me. So you're off of the guest list. Yep. Yep. So that's that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where you put her in a, a jail cell. Yep. Uh, you scan her fingerprints and then he throws her into a jail cell and we get about, mm, let's say, 10 minutes of boob jiggle. <laughs> yeah, just like a slow motion like close up. Yeah, like slow, slowly zooms in while the not Jackie Chan buzzer plays. Yeah, <laughs> and over over yellows. Oh yeah. Um. So now we're looking for uh Harley's handprints that have chlorophyll on them. Right, because she let out poison ivy. Yeah. Um. So, uh, hey, the botanical gardens might be a good place to check. <laughs> Oh, you think? Wait, um, the Hammock oh, District? Wait, the what? Yeah, like the, the what on, in Arkham Asylum? Oh, the Botanical Gardens, of yeah, course. you know. That makes sense. Where they did therapeutic gardening after their routine yeah. beatings and electrocutions. <laughs> yeah, for the mentally ill. Um, So, yeah. so <laughs> you head to the, the botanical gardens. Um, this opens up the very difficult predator section. I thought, um, uh, where, where you're in kind of this round atrium area. Yeah, I, I know which one you're talking about. I don't remember having a real hard time with it, but I mean, difficult in point, relative terms. Like, it, yeah, yeah. Good. I think that what had happened at this point in the game for me is that like the plot's losing me, and I'm getting a little sick of it, uh, and I'm rushing through some things so player expression is less valuable to me yeah uh, so rather than trying to do all these cool inverted takedowns and stuff i was much more like oh i have the triple batarang now i'm just gonna stun three guys with batarangs yeah come you know come down slam one of them and then fight the other two and take a little bit of bullet yeah you know i was i was i was definitely rushing it a little bit and you know managed to get through it like i wasn't really punished for it yeah but um, this is definitely the point where I lost a little patience with the game. Maybe uh, your maybe your loosey goosiness with that helped you get through it easier. Whereas I was a little bit more methodical with it and like it got trapped in my head. Yeah, I think I mean I think that's what it is. And it's yeah. more fun like it's not like that's a better way to play. It is more fun to play through methodically and, and masterfully. Yeah. Uh, I was just like again, it, it, the combat like the fights never get unfun in this game, but I do think like this is where uh, this entire kind of poison ivy stretch, yeah, people yeah. to our boss fight feels very padding like to me. Like as mm-hmm. much as it seems kind of hypocritical because we bemoan the lack of like classic Batman enemies mm-hmm. and stuff in this, I also think that this doesn't really have a place here. Yeah, well, like, like, this is silly <laughs> and catastrophic on a level that uh, feels kind con- of like why did the Joker let this happen? Like he's not going to be fine if you know the plants take over the island. Like yeah, you know it just I, it just seems like it's from another game. I like the effect of it. 
like I like the idea that like this is one long night that completely completely changes the face of this of the of this location. Yeah. But but that's that's really about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um so you're in here, you know, like all of the guards <laughs> guards have shock collars um and they tend to move in groups. So like when you take one down, you're immediately going to be in combat. Yeah. Yeah. Um you know, so it definitely can be trickier and that tends to be what's going on with the predator sections from here on out. Yeah. They do get more difficulty difficult both in like layout and guard, you know, movement, especially when guards are are moving together. Yeah. Um again that triple battering is like a lifesaver. Yeah. You know, being able to take a guy down and then you, you know, because you have that keep stun, like you can keep two to three guys occupied not shooting you pretty easily. Yeah. You know, uh any more than that, maybe not, but uh, being able to stun three guys at once and start them all off in a stun state makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so eventually Joker taunts you um, with this electrified flooded room uh, and you have to go to a generator to disarm this uh, panel. Uh, they present these panels as trapped, uh, but that doesn't make any yeah. sense. It's just you have to rotate your sticks to find three different sweet spots. Yeah. Do, do, the, do the rotation thing. The The trap is if you uh, don't do it quick enough, I think that they hurt you and oh, then wow. you just get to try again. Huh. Um, so it's not, they're never not, triggered for me. Yeah. They're not, the rotation thing is not a puzzle and not hard. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's kind of, it's very padding and there's two different rooms. I think you go to here with these and both of them just have a couple of guys in them as well. Yeah. Like yeah. this is, I think that my, my, uh, boredness with the game ramping up at this point is definitely like run. They're running out of new tricks, mm -hmm. you know, is definitely part of this. Yeah. Um, you, you, you finish that, you make the flood room safe, head back, uh, into the botanical gardens and through that, through the series of kind of like catacombs and caves, uh, until you get to this aviary, um, where some guards are kind of held in these cages Yes, and you have to get up to the control room, uh, to stop somebody, stop him from, cause he will, if he sees anybody go down, He'll drop the cages. Right. So this is another kind of twist on uh, similar to when you had to get to Harley Quinn before. Mandatory stealth. Yeah. Um, and luckily you have enough kind of gadgets to make this fun and good. Yes. Um, so there's a secret door in this room that is powered by this trap circuit box that leads into the Joker's lab itself. Why the Joker has a lab, I don't know. Um, maybe it was Dr. Young's lab. I'm not It's sure. the same way that you have a Batcave here. Okay. Every, every villain has their own little headquarters. <laughs> Every villain is always here. everywhere. Yes. Um, so um, he leads me to believe that he is going to shoot me with his gun, but instead he shoots his two henchmen in the back, giving us the two Titan beast fight. Uh, we get yes. to see a regular person turning into a Titan beast here. Um, mm -hmm. Boy, oh boy, those spines. It's very McFarland. Yeah. Like it's extremely image comics. Uh, and 10 years after that was like in the style at the time. <laughs> Like it is, you know, if you want to see spine sticking out, this is the game for you. Um, as I mentioned before, this is my favorite boss fight in the game, which is judging on such a curve. Right, right. Like I don't think the boss fights in this game are very good, but I like that you can ride these guys and use them against the <laughs> um, the flunkies. And I like that uh, they're hard to control, but not impossible. Like you get a little bit of control over a guy when you're on top of them. Mm-hmm. When you're kind of bucking broncoing them, it does. It like it changes the calculus a little bit because my normal instinct would be to focus on one at a time, like get rid of one as quickly as possible. Um, however, yeah. like I kind of want to keep them even, so I have enough, you know, juice left to do yeah. these, you know, big swinging lumbery rides against each other. So like because you're the, using them to whittle each other down. Well, and the the arena you're in is ludicrous. It's like a little. It's a circular room 
with elevators that just bring in an unending oh, supply that's later. of dudes. That's later. Oh, that comes later? Yeah. I can't believe they fucking repeat this thing again, because that's a two-titan two fight as well. Yep. Like, what the fuck are you doing, Arkham Asylum? Like, <laughs> no, this is, just two, this is just two titan dudes. They don't even introduce uh, the, uh, the, the extra dudes. I am not saying this to guilt anybody. If this poll had gone a little bit differently, this is when we had been, we'd be on minute 20 of talking about the Mr. Freeze fight. <laughs> at this time and exactly in an alternate universe podcast we would be we would be in boss fight heaven instead of boss fight hell um oh. which we're gonna get to because we're gonna get to ivy which is way worse than this yes. so this isn't my favorite i think that maybe the next one is one of the two titan fights is my favorite because yeah. i like that dynamic it's that, it's that same the, the the same thing expressed in two different ways yeah yeah. Um, so they're just like Bane. You end up needing to uh, enlist Ivy's help to stop the Joker and get the toxin because um, her plants have the uh, the antidote, right? Yeah. And so you have to track her by her pheromone. And when you threaten, you say, I will kill every plant on this island. And I think you like <laughs> grab a plant and crush it in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it happens here or later, but it's, it's pretty amazing. Right. Um, she says the antidote's down in the basement in uh, the sewers in Killer Croc's lair. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to head uh, head down here. Um, as this is happening, as you're leaving, the Joker injects ty- uh, Ivy with Titan, which causes her plants to go crazy instead of her to go crazy. Yeah. Um, and we get to see these spore pods that take over the island, which are uh, kind of turrets that you have to run up to and take out before they can shoot at you. Yeah. Um, and that's really all those things are. I love the animation uh, for taking them apart because he just like reaches in shoulder deep. Yeah. And just pulls <laughs> out that it's like the, the Simpsons where oh, like, it's a just a flower. <laughs> yeah, it's, of course it is. It's a plant. Like, <laughs> you know, it, it's exactly like that. Um, so, again, like, you know, every task is broken down into a lot of little mini tasks. Um, you have to find cash. In order to find the location of Croc's lair. Right. To get down so there. You have to go back into the mansion. <laughs> yes. Uh, which is now taken over by Ivy's plants. Um, and what happens, you know, when she gets Titan transformed, like just gigantic tree roots come up and upend everything. Mm-hmm. And this building in particular is um, kind of laced with these roots, but also filled with this pink fog, which is poison. Yes. Um, you eventually get through there, so you can't touch the ground. You're kind of traversing the space in a new way. Um, at some point, you get the line launcher. Oh, geez, I forgot about that. I should have made a note. Oh. I don't like that thing at all. No, it's dumb. Um, it's a very specific thing, but you need to use it here. I keep on um, forgetting that it exists is the problem. Yeah, well, because it, it's just it, – it's the out of the, the key items that you have, it is the weakest one, like has the least utility. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're not going to use it in combat, like even though you can like drop kick some guys sometimes, but those are very specific set pieces. Right. That are set up. Um, the line launcher uh, creates a horizontal line that allows you to, you know, kind of do like a, a totally horizontal zip line. Yeah. Uh, experience, which is a weird choice because mm-hmm. um, that's not how zip lines work. No. Um, but that's what that's what you use here to kind of like get through the mansion and stay off the floor. Yeah. Uh, until you run into cash, he says uh, Croc's layer is under the elevator in intensive treatment, um, which we knew actually, but we go and get it confirmed, I guess. Um, <laughs> You know, we head back in through um, again. This it feels very padding-y at this point. Like we're yeah. we're heading towards a climax, but we're repeating uh, encounters and ideas a lot yeah. um, with minor twists. Yeah. Um, the minor twist here being you go back into the first predator room that you were in, um, and Joker has all of a sudden booby trapped the gargoyles. So if you alight upon them for too long, they will blow up beneath you. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so you just have to, you have to keep moving. It kind of, uh, fucks up your like vertical takedown thing that you can do, which is a, a fun. Oh yeah. Trick. Leaving you know, people stranded. <laughs> yeah. I like, I like that quite a bit. Yeah. 
Um, even though when the people are like, cut me down, and they're like, later. <laughs> and like, why, why later? I can help you now. I have a gun. Um, so after you get uh, get through this, uh, your screen kind of glitches out. You hear this uh, like announcement over the loudspeaker. This is such a fuck you, actually, the screen glitch, because yeah. it, I think it's exactly the pattern. Um, if it's not, it's very close to the pattern that happens um, when your um, Xbox red, red rings mm. or when your video card glitches out. Um, yeah. something very similar to that. Um, this happened very shortly after that, you know, happened to me where my Xbox red, red ringed. I was just like pissed until I found out that they were fucking with me. Yeah. It's a cool, it's like a sanity's requiem. Yeah. Kind of thing. Eternal darkness thing. It's pretty neat. It's a sanity's um, requiem. If, uh, if the, the illusion said, Hey, you need to go spend $300 on a new Xbox. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Truly sanity's requiem. Um, so the, and the game restarts too. So it seems like it's fucked up, but this time you are, uh, the Joker driving Batman. Yep. And which is pretty cool. Like everything gets reversed. Um, things are kind of fucked up in the periphery. Like when you look around, like the no. little details are different. Um, Scarface is the uh, warden yep. talking on the TV, um, who is a weird Batman villain, uh, who is like a little gangster ventriloquist dumb. Yeah. Dolly, uh, dummy, dumb mm-hmm. doll, dummy. You, you said, what, you what said, said. Uh, a ventriloquist dom, uh, which yeah. is a oh, very shit. fun idea to me. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll make you get a Woody. <laughs> but you're a Woody. Shut up. <laughs> like, um, anywho. Uh, That's our type five ones. <laughs> on ventriloquist doms. What if Mr. T and E.T. had a baby? Um, so anywho, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're going through this whole intro again with the perspective switched. Mm-hmm. Um, when Scarecrow comes out as the medical examiner, examiner, mm-hmm. examiner, man, I, Fuck me. Um, and, <laughs> uh, he gives his diagnosis and the Joker is going to shoot you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you can dodge this. I don't, I don't think you can. I don't think you can. I think you have to uh, intuit by the um, by the game over uh, yeah. that it's uh, that it's another interface screw. Because it, it, you you can move around. You can move your head, mm-hmm. you know, but it's pretty cool because it, like, it goes this game over. When you when you die in this, you get a little animation of whoever killed you. Mm-hmm. And a little uh, tip, like they kind of taught you and it gives you a tip to avoid how you died. Right. Um, those are generally really fun. Mm-hmm. And some of them are little references to the comics. Like they're cool things. Yeah. Um, and this one, you know, the Joker taunts you and it says, use the middle stick to dodge the Joker's gunfire. Yeah. Or if you're playing with mouse and keyboard, uh, pull your mouse upward uh, yeah. to dodge it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should say like, oh, make sure that you dodge with your Novant Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> we, Pretty we, cool, though. We didn't talk about how this game was, like, one of the major titles to use the NVIDIA physics card. Mm. Like, if you played this with that completely extraneous piece of hardware, a lot of these places would be full of volumetric smoke. Mm. Yeah. It sounds yeah, intolerable. I, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah I, don't, I don't know. I, didn't, uh, I did not know that. So, yeah. that's interesting. I think there are videos of it. It's not great. Yeah. But, yeah, this is a really good kind of, like, screwing with you sequence. Um, because I forgot, I thought you could totally dodge, but then like, oh no, um, you come back, um, and instead of like respawning in the same situation, you know, being attached to the Hannibal Lecter gurney, uh, Batman punches his way out of his own grave. Yeah. (laughs) So retry is literally come back from death. I appreciate you wiping from your grave. (laughs) Um, and you, uh, you kind of move through this, like little bit of things on your way to the final scarecrow thing where there are like different crazy versions of Batman mm-hmm. uh, kind of pacing in their cells. One of them's eating a rat, uh, like kind of like leaning over gibbering. Like, I it's love very how cool. greedily he is eating that rat. Yeah. <laughs> he loves rats. He's a hungry boy. Yeah. 
who can forget about old good old rat boy <laughs> um and this is just another scarecrow uh sequence this time there are titan skeletons mm-hmm. uh when you get to the end you do this like boss fight which is um pretty much like uh you know just wave after wave of skeleton yeah uh giving you enough time to aim the uh the bat signal right um not great i wish they didn't do this again like all that stuff leading up to it pretty good uh the caramel middle of this has gone sour yeah it's great like it, it's it's just the play where it's like you know again this is like a three crayon crayon box you know yeah. like i i just want them to have another thing they can do and keep in mind we are on this is a distraction within a distraction within a distraction. <laughs> yep. This is four distractions deep, actually. So oh, no. we were on our way to stop Joker, uh, got distracted by um, uh, uh, the plant, you know, by Poison Ivy, mm-hmm. who then sent us to go to Killer Croc, which then did this on our way to go do that. So it's like inceptioning like side quests, you know, is it just continuously like pulling away our sense of urgency yeah. with dealing with the primary threat? Yeah. So it's it's pretty sloppy like pacing. It's uh, not uh, great, especially when they're not coordinating with each other at all. Yeah. Yep, I think so. Yeah. Um yeah. eventually you take out uh, uh Scarecrow or you are about to take him out. Um he's like I've given you enough toxin to drive 10 men insane. What even are you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um you're resisting this somehow. <laughs> um and he says like I'm going to actually flood the sewers with fear toxin. Fuck this shit. Like mm-hmm. I'm a supervillain too. Yeah. Um, and he runs like you chase after him. You know, you get to yeah. the bottom, bottom of the elevator. You know, Crane is about to drop his leather, his strange medieval leather flask. <laughs> yeah, his, his human flesh sack. <laughs> into the water and Croc jumps up, grabs him and swims away. Yep. And, and saves him. Uh, so um, at this point, uh, this is when we do the whole Croc dealie, right? Yes. You head down in the sewer. You no longer have a map for this. Um for for some reason but you are able to put a tracker on this venom route to show you where you get this uh this this antidote yeah um you place a little trap for killer croc i I love that that is done without comment as he's talking to oracle saying like hey this place is a maze can you help me track this blah 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 he's putting you know he puts a battering in a pipe and he also lays down some explosive foam um you know obviously to um blow up when he runs out of here later knowing he's not going to make a clean escape Yes. Um, that said, I fucking hate this. Oh, wow. I'm fine. I, I'm... I think this is so tedious. Huh. Like, I, I hate go fast. I hate go slow, but don't go very fast missions. And it goes on for four routes longer than I want it to. Mm. Um, without, and it just becomes, it's never hard. Like, it's never, so you're, you're kind of, you're making your way on this series of platforms that shouldn't be here. I don't understand. This is some video game ass level shit that's no. in Killer Croc's home. You can't go very fast because if you go too fast, he'll jump on you. Mm-hmm. Um, he just pops up every once in a while. Since you auto aim batterings, there is zero tension to when he jumps up. Um, you just toss a battering and he just falls back down, and then you slowly make your way forward again. Oh. Like it takes for fucking ever. There, there like, were times when he would jump up behind me, and I would have to like swing around and face in order to uh, to throw the battering. I mean, it, it takes me, he never shows up close enough to where he's a threat. Like he oh. does come up behind you sometimes. And sometimes he busts through walls, which he does conveniently when that's the wall you have to go through. If he didn't jump up and bust through that set of pipes, you would not be able to get the thing mm. because you can't use any of your tools down here for no particular reason. Yeah. Like I, I find this like very, very tedious oh. uh, and just extremely video gamey. Yeah. The, uh, the tension worked for me. 
Like I, I thought this was different enough from the main uh, portion of the game that uh, I was kind of welcoming of it. And, uh, you know, something that kind of played on the nerves like this does. Yeah, it's very hard to get like to have me when the idea is you have to go slow for a long period of time. Mm. Like the first way of getting there when it's like I'm watching the little volume thing and I get to the first route, but there are five routes. Oh, there's like, way go- too many. Like it goes no on pressure. for a very long time. And like the music sting that pops up when the croc pops up, like it just it does. It's like a microcosm of the game where I feel like it's pulling the same trick. Well, well, well after it's like welcome. I wish it was shorter by about half. I wish that there were not five different like little routes you had to go to to get the uh, you mm. to fill up your vial. I thought it was just I, I wish that it would just be like one kind of longer path that you made your way to it and then made your way back. Yeah. As opposed to being like, make it a maze, you know, like, like make it present as this kind of thing, but don't make me run around to multiple locations, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm skeptical of a maze where the idea is you have to go through it slowly. Mm. You know, it's kind of weird. It just makes the length of this, like, this is an absurdly huge sewer anyway. Like it's weird that the killer, like, how do they get this guy to like, you know, we we saw him go up an elevator earlier Mm -hmm. and this is portrayed as his lair. Like this is where he's at all the time. Right. Like, how does that work with the aside? Like, it just, it breaks too many things for me. They just throw down a bunch of rotisserie chickens every day. They pull them up. They, like, they, they, at some point they show the, like, the frozen meat locker where they, they send meat down. But, like, <laughs> we just saw him come up to the, the surface, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, do they tempt him onto an elevator? Where's that elevator? Yeah. You know, it's like they, they have him go through miles of sewer to, like, get to this thing. Why does he do it? You know? Mm-hmm. What, who put these platforms here? Um, it just, it, it ends up being, and the fact that there's a rare plant that only grows in the sewer, uh, in this section of the sewer, like this yeah. just feels like it is a confluence of video game ass things Yeah, uh, in a row that bummed me out. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I won't like this is not the hill I'm going to die on. I was mm-hmm. so starved for something new that I still have some goodwill toward this as being a yeah. change of pace. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is it is it does open things up. Um, I think that if this came earlier. Uh-huh. I would have appreciated a little bit more. Oh, and definitely if it wasn't like nested in this distraction, you know? Yeah. If it was a third level detract distraction of like right after we just did a, you know, very cool presentation wise scarecrow mm-hmm. sequence. Like it's like they, they very like, and then right after this is the poison Ivy boss fight. So they're, mm-hmm. they're making the uh, kind of gameplay switch ups very dense, but I don't think enough of them are quite successful yeah. enough to like really work. Mm-hmm. So it is, it is variety. I'll definitely give it that. And like the, uh, it works for a short time. Yeah. You know, it's, it's also like the fact that you can just like battering his collar and take him out belies some of his power, I think. Yeah. You know, it, it just seems a little, it, it feels too easy to me. Yeah. And it's like, it's demonstrated. It's justified earlier. Like that is how he stops Croc um, as he is uh, grabbing Scarecrow is yeah. uh, hitting it with that. Um, yeah. you're, you're making excellent points on this. Like, I'm not going to disagree with any, with any individual point. I think we just kind of came out on different sides of. Yeah. How how successful the idea of this is? I, I don't think the uh, the um, execution is great. I, I I like the idea of Batman not being able to fight something. Yeah, you know, because as we mentioned, Batman's not a fighter. You know, it just it, it definitely feels. I think that if this had been one route, mm-hmm. you know, as, as and you get to the end of it, and it's like just kind of a little bit of a maze, and they ramped everything up a little bit quickly and made it less like the fact that he busts through the walls that makes it so you're able to move forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if you kind of took some of that away, there's a version of this that I like Yeah. without too many changes, you know, <laughs> it is just, uh, it just, it felt endless to me. And, and, with, and, and the, with that, the summer showdown has come to an end. We have reached the croc accords. <laughs> like, 
um, that's during croc month that's when we do <laughs> we do croc four episodes on croc they croc croc two yep. yep uh croc revenge of the crocoids or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. they did i don't know what happens to the croc eventually though um you you get all these pods to collect all your antidote um, you get to the end where he just chases you. He does a couple of chases in between this two. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you set off your trap. This happens automatically. Like I was, I had my bone out and I was prepared to like trigger it. Oh yeah. Uh, and, but he just does it. I would have liked to have you had to, you know, do that. Like it's a QTE, but yeah, I just don't uh, like having the, the, the action taken away from me in this game that generally doesn't do that. Yeah, I think so too. Um, but you get there, um, you have to head all the way back to the Batcave, which is a amount of backtracking I found frustrating too. Yeah. Um, a little bit, cause I was already a little cranky. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you get a dose of the, uh, antidote. Yeah. Like you um, synthesize a single one before Ivy's vines destroy your entire operation there. So, yeah. you know, you just got this one silver bullet. Um, yep. you get your ultra bat claw, which shoots out three leads, helps you either grab big things or take down big walls. Um, yeah. And essentially it's use foam in the air. Like, yeah. you know, you break down walls in the air and it's like, it's kinesthetically pleasing, but you barely ever use it. Right, right. It's so late in the game that like a new addition, especially something that is just a minor, a minor variation on something you already have. Eh. Yeah, not, not super here for it. Um, we're going to move a little bit quickly through these last little bits because most of the stuff we've done before. Yeah, yeah. Um, you head back through the sewer section again and now the water is polluted with this Titan um, and on your way there, you do a couple of uh, predator sections to turn off this pump of Titan poison uh, into the water before it reaches like a critical amount. Right, right. right. Uh, to fuck up the the water supply. Um, these are very similar to the last difficult one where like everyone has a collar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. um, uh, this is where the huge melee by the elevator lobby happens. Oh, gotcha. The, the, this is where your uh, your your favorite fight occurs. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, Ludicrous like thing where there are just five elevators of unlimited dudes. <laughs> Uh, pop out um the plants have gotten worse on the island uh so there are snipers and the plant snipers mm-hmm. here so it kind of becomes difficult to reverse in a way i appreciate yeah um you're still like more or less fine if you stay up high you know if you stay up on the walkways and then glide from target to target yeah you also have lunatics out like it's uh it is a bad scene like they have escalated yeah. this nicely yeah the wb lunatics have been unleashed <laughs> um eventually get back to the botanical gardens um, which are completely taken over um and you have to get back uh you you know use your line launcher use different things to get through now that it's yeah. been uh plantified <laughs> and, and ivy's beckoning you basically saying come back to bed honey yeah um yep. you know depends on how that works for you right. i guess Chlora, fuck me Chlora, fuck me <laughs> Chlora, fuck me bad boy yeah um she has mind controlled some arkham guards with her pheromone saying basically like hey he's coming to hurt me um and you have to mm-hmm. beat the shit out of them yes um so you beat up some guards you just knock them out of course um, you go there and you have that antidote. You inject it into the vines, uh, and she goes to stop you. Um, she wants the plants to be stronger, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, you know because for some reason Titan affected the plants, not her, even though she was injected. Yeah, it was like her um, her connection to them or whatever. Like that was her manifestation because the plants are all extensions of her. Is my guess. Yeah. yeah. And then we get the the poison ivy boss fight, which again is like a video <sighs> game ass boss fight. This is like a turret fight almost it's so video game yeah like the way even the, like it looks like it's like one of those like over the shoulder contra mm-hmm. scenes or saying the way it's presented with her in yeah. the background and like the three areas that can become overgrown with vines <laughs> um but she kind of shoots these turrets and you just had to find a way to time it uh so you can throw a battering while she's open while her weak spot is exposed mm-hmm. um enough times for her to uh to fall down uh for you to blow her up with gel uh three times right 
Um, she starts out just kind of making parts of the floor dangerous to you. Like she grows up the grass, um, green grow those rushes. Um, mm-hmm. and then eventually she six more guards on you, uh, introducing yeah. a little bit more complexity there. She literally pulls up from like a void beneath her feet. <laughs> it's just yeah, like root, root deposits guys from the floor. Yeah. Um, this is not great. Uh, like <laughs> the, the fact that she has a weak spot that is exposed and then not exposed is such yeah. like one Oh one boss design stuff that they just kind of don't indulge in later mm. yeah yeah, there, yeah. There, there's no real idea to this aside from a gigantic scale of like look how big and powerful these plants are but like when i think of poison ivy i don't think of her as being the controller of these you know monstrous you know these these monstrous plant beings you know no it, it's it's pretty pretty silly and like fighting a giant plant doesn't say anything about batman it's not suited to his skills specifically mm-hmm. uh, in any way. Yeah. Um, so I'm pretty bummed out by this. Yeah. Uh, and mostly just how transparently video gamey it is, is yeah. the biggest thing. Like, you know, hit the weak point three times. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it lasts for like 15 minutes. It is a very it's, long boss fight. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like a Mario Galaxy fight, but with none <laughs> of the imagination and three times the length. Um, huge bummer. Um, eventually, uh, she gets dragged into the abyss by her dying plant because whatever. Right. Um, you get out of this uh, this this greenhouse uh, there, and you see fireworks in the sky above the penitentiary, yeah. with a big arrow pointing down, telling you to go to the boss fight. Yep, the party is happening. Um, which is kind of fun. Um, you get to the, uh, you're heading to the the penitentiary. It's pretty clear. We get there, the front, the guards have a guest list. <laughs> and uh, check your name and see that you're on the list and send you in. Yeah. Um, when you go in, there's a there's a hallway lined with guards mm-hmm. uh, that all clap for your arrival. Um, you can take all these guys out and you get an achievement for it, uh, which I did because fuck them. Um, <laughs> the uh, I'm judge the company you keep. Yeah. One of the things that happens in this is there's a name on the guest list, which is somebody who won a contest. Oh yeah. Um, to get put in the game, um, and he actually shows up as as an insane as like an inmate. Ooh earlier um and god do i love it when like kickstarter backers or contest winners or whatever get into games because it's like it happens all the time in shadow returns where it's like who's this chubby guy with a goatee yep. <laughs> like, why are there so many chubby guys with a goatee in the world of shadow returns <laughs> it's like oh they're all kickstarter backers yeah and that happens here too it's like a guy with like glasses you know kind of oh, short black hair them. and a yeah, they yeah. modeled him. He shows up as a as a asylum inmate. Oh, good. Uh, and his name shows up on here, and it's like good for him. And I'm not trying to body shame him or anything. <laughs> it's just they they don't look like the kind of people who make it into video games, really. Right, right. So you can spot like from a mile away one of the Shadowrun Returns Kickstarter backers. The same way I like saw this guy, and I was like, oh, that's a unique model. I wonder what that story is. Like, it has to be one of the developers, and you know, <laughs> not quite, but pretty similar. Yeah. I didn't. I wasn't paying that close attention. That's a that's a cool story. It's yeah, it's it's funny. Yeah. yeah. Um so Joker fakes you out like he's in this display case with a with a television faced mannequin. Always gonna be down for something with a with a television head. Blows blows up the case and opens the way there where he is sitting in this gigantic room on a throne made of mannequins. Sweet, I am here for mannequin chair. Yeah. Yeah, it, into the into that for sure. Um you get a, a little uh boss fight here against two Titans. Yeah. Um they're Arkham Guards. They get uh, transformed in this like weird Thunderdome esque thing. I've got a I've bunch got, of goons. I've got to tell you, um, it, it it is very it was very confusing to make these notes. I am so used to guards being the bad guys in games, mm. so like I had yeah. to differentiate between guards and goons with guards being <laughs> the good guys. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a uh, until unless they get titanized, right? 
But yeah, um, this is like a big uh, fracas. It's a free for all. Um, Yeah. You know, very similar to that elevator fight, but I don't think there are waves or anything. You just have to out survive them. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you kind of do it until eventually, um, you know, the Joker summons that after you, you know, beat them down, Joker summons down Commissioner Gordon and uh, he's going to tighten up Gordon, you know, to make you kill Gordon. (laughs) Uh, Yes, exactly. Um, Tighten up too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Tighten up. (laughs) That should have been, they should have played that through the entirety of the end of this. (laughs) Hi everybody. I'm Archie Bell with the drills of Houston, Texas. We don't only sing, but we dance just as good as we want. That would have been really great. Yeah. Uh, instead, uh, Batman takes the syringe bullet, and Joker is like, why are you not turning into a, a big slavering monster? Mm-hmm. Um, and your muscles kind of bulge and stuff in this uh, in this goofy way. Yeah. You know, like a Resident Evil way. It's like, it's like Solidus, actually, is what it looks yeah. like to me. Yeah. I, it's so, like, I've never seen somebody transform due to a toxin. Uh-huh. Um, call me crazy. Like, maybe live a <laughs> semi-charmed kind yeah, of life. But like, yeah, yeah it's, it's a, but I, I just don't think that muscles would, like, bulge and shake and, and do things like that. Like, some of the things, I was just on um, a podcast, uh, the Don't Send Me in Outer Space podcast about Willow. Um, that episode just came out. And one of the things I love about the transformation in that is, like, it looks real, like bones are cracking and reshaping and like bodies are like deflating and moving in a realistic way when things get like when they transform into pigs at the end of that. Right. Reference that scene a thousand times. I'll be over um, here while you're talking about Willow. It's well, I'm not talking about Willow. I'm talking about transformations, which I know you're into. Um, the uh, I've read your I've read your, your Tumblr. I've read, I've read your DeviantArt page. Cool. Okay. The um, but the uh, it's just like it, like bones cracking and reshaping into the shape of something I'm into. Something just kind of bulging out, and like blah, 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 blah. you know, mm-hmm. like it looks really silly for how grounded this game is supposed to be. It's like somebody like hooked up at a like a, a a bicycle pump to them. Yeah, yeah. It is it is a weird choice. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So Batman kind of bulges out, but not entirely. No. And uh, Joker gets real mad, and he lays out what this game's case is for why. The Joker's doing any of this. It's it's so dumb because like he's so angry. Um, you know, Batman uses the inner dude on himself, like yep. hey, now that that's funny, like you wasted it. <laughs> Here's the big hero. Um yep. it's so his case is like, hey, I wanted to get you in here to put a crack in your facade. You know, I wanted to I wanted to finally break the bat in a way that Bane could only think of. But but by giving you a psychotropic drug that turns you into a monster. Right. Like what kind of moral victory is it? If he just literally makes them Hulk out. Yeah. Using, you know, <laughs> just like a chemical shortcut. Yeah. Like, like, so that's not very Joker at all. It's also, um, the Joker is not supposed to be stupid. Like he's insane, but he's not dumb. Right. So the Joker turning Batman into like a bat Hulk does not further the Joker's aims. No. Like, the Joker doesn't want... Like, he doesn't always do the most direct thing to take out Batman, but he doesn't, like, power up Batman. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if Batman had turned into a Super Hulk at this point with his, like, fighting skills, and this is the dorkiest convert, like, this is so who would win in a fight playground nonsense, but I'm just saying, like, if he had actually tightened out, if he did the tighten up, um, he would wipe the floor with all the strong clowns here. You know, he's he's wiping the floor with the, the strong clowns as a regular guy. If you gave him Bane strength, he would just be real dangerous and kill you, Joker. Yeah. Like, you know, and like, I understand he wants Batman to kill, but it just seems like it would be such a huge asterisk next to his, his triumph. Yeah. You know, that he did it by turning him into a Bane. It'd be like, hey, Batman, I want to prove that you die. And then he shoots him. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ha-ha. Like, 
you know, the last laugh is when you die. Uh, so, and then I kill you to get that last laugh. Like yeah. there's no nuance to this. And then, so he gets mad. He shoots himself in the head, which is a great image. Like I love people shooting themselves in the head as an image of things. It's like, you know, persona three transition thing. Mm-hmm. It's really neat. Yeah. Um, well, he does it right. He does it under his chin. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a cool look. Um, but the Joker turning into a Hulk is, <laughs> It's so dumb. It is so goddamn dumb. It is a character crime. Like it is <laughs> yeah. so contrary to what the Joker is, and it is an aesthetic crime, like the likes <sighs> of which the world has never seen. It is very similar. <laughs> like like to me when I was playing this, I, I, I played Arkham before I played Deadly Premonition. It is like a notable boss fight toward the end of Deadly Premonition. You yeah, know, like yeah, he yeah. goes, like he goes Super Saiyan and turns into like a like a Goku Juggalo. A Jugaku. Yeah, a Jugaku. We're supposed to like Jugakus now, though. Because <laughs> okay. now they're, they're on their woke. They're on probation. Yeah, <laughs> they're, 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 they're woke now. Yeah. Uh, there's something called the struggle <laughs> Jesus. Like, no joke. I know that there's been movement um, related to them to them versus the, alt, the alt-right, but I am uh, not skeptical. I, 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 I'll believe somebody yeah. if they say therefore something but uh yeah. but yeah I, well, I mean we, we've talked about juggalos at length like their crime was never a moral one it's one of taste and right. that hasn't yeah. gone away yeah. um but yeah this is just you he looks so stupid mm-hmm. it takes like a very psychological enemy and boils him down to a punch off yeah um and his weak point like i hate the way this boss fight articulates because you fight him and just kind of keep up with him until eventually he jumps up um, onto the thing and starts grandstanding. It's like very much like a wrestling match. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like right, right what down to the arena. The Joker. Like, like right down to the arena. Like I understand that the Joker is vain. Like he wants attention for his stuff. I kind of like, <laughs> that always seems secondary to everything he did. Like oh, he can have sure, a yeah. plan, you know, um, to have that be something that's so defining to him. Um, he doesn't go like, he doesn't turn into a feral beast. Like everyone else does. He's still kind of like wisecracking. Yeah. Uh, none, nothing about this works. Well, he also like, like 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 quadruples in size. Like he he looms over Batman in a way that the other Titan beasts do not. No, he is he is a double Titan. Yeah. Um, it it is. I I think that this is like the gobsmacking. Yeah. I almost you know, wish that they would have gone just completely ridiculous and had Batman change and make it a fight mm-hmm. against these two gigantic oafs. You know, and then and then have him. You know, Batman. Like I wouldn't want that to hear, be here, but that could be. And like two thirds of the way through the game, mm-hmm. have Batman recover, you know, like go back to his thing, rethink things and be like, no, I can't, uh, I can't win that way. You yeah. have to win using my mind and then do mind stuff. I, mm-hmm. Part of this is like mapping Batman onto a video game. Yeah. You know, is always going to be kind of a problem because Batman is an intellectual hero and like video games are really good about making you punch stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, video games have a tendency towards violence because that is a strength of simulations. Like, Numbers are very easy for computers to do. Yeah, it's it's easy to make a thing go away, which is yes. your main goal in a lot of video games. Make some numbers go down. Um, so eventually you keep pulling him down. Uh, and like where I don't want to spend any more time on this. It is just it can't be understated how dumb this is. Yeah. If you haven't played this game in a while, you have forgotten how dumb this is. <laughs> Look up a I, YouTube video. It will communicate well, yeah. a lot of what is dumb about this. Yeah, it will. It will. It will surprise you because I had forgotten. I remember all I thought thinking back on this was like, Oh, that game has bad boss fights. Yeah. But I, I didn't think about it in terms of like, Oh, like this feels like a fundamental misunderstanding of the Joker. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Paul Dini did it. You know, like I, it's like, he's not a hack. I don't really understand what happened here. No, this feels like it's um, some kind of limitation imposed by the actual game itself. I think so too. You know? Um, and thank God we got Arkham city, you know, yeah. which has masterful boss fights. 
yeah, masterful boss fights and like the Joker's whole thing with that. It's like the fallout of this, mm-hmm. like goodness grew from this, like him yeah. being very sick and recovering from this. And then his, you know, coming up with this kind of faint at the end of that, like, that's very cool. Like someday yeah. we'll cover that game. And like, I'm looking forward to having a lot of the same experience, maybe not as fresh. It wasn't the first one, but having a lot of the same experience without quite as many little asterisks next to it of like, yeah, this yeah. gets better. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you pull him down the final time, uh, and when you pull him down, his claws get stuck in the ground. <laughs> yeah. That's when you punch him. <laughs> like so every time, stop catching yourself. So video gamey. Yeah. And the way you do the, uh, the final punch oh, is you put Jesus. explosive on your fist and give him a mega punch i feel like such a just a just a straight dork saying well that that obviously wouldn't work this is ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) what you're picking up on is like internal logic you know like it's not this is not us being like comic book dorks like arguing about who would win between superman and the hulk yeah i'm not talking about superman's cum launching out of the back of lois lane like a shotgun no no we're we're talking about like this is the game we played that set certain rules up (laughs) and the game not handling them like mm-hmm. internal consistency can never be undervalued no like internal consistency is one of the most important things to any work mm-hmm. you know and it's like i have not heard a compelling argument against it <laughs> you know and and just uh you know I, i've brought up the example a bunch of times but like i took that uh creative writing class where that guy was just like it's fiction you can do whatever you want you <laughs> nope. know you can't you can, nobody can say like oh that's unbelievable because none of it's believable because it's fiction um, that's the dumb argument in, in the face of this where you're like, oh, it's mm-hmm. a game about a guy who dresses up like a bat who gives no. a shit. You're thinking about it too much. No, like <laughs> you can't nothing... say that and then find anything else of importance in this work. Totally. Like yeah. you can say that, but you have no place talking about it really. Like yeah. it's fine for you to enjoy it, but it's not interesting yeah. to hear someone just be like, yeah, it was really dumb. I liked it when the punch happened. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. You so, know? so you, so you want a gritty, realistic show that is full of magical realism and where anything can happen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty, or like where it's a gritty, realistic show, gritty, internally consistent mm-hmm. show that's magical realism and anything can happen. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's such a, it's such a big deal. Like we're recording this the day after like the season seven game of Thrones finale, which like, you I'm and sure I, some of that is, you and I watched you, two different things last night. So, <laughs> oh yeah, no, I mean, I don't even know if they're on at the same time. Most people I know watch both. Um, the, uh, it was, it was a bad season and it's all because of internal consistency. Mm-hmm. And there is now a backlash that's like, no, dragons are super cool. And like that does not answer the, <laughs> no. that doesn't answer the complaint. Yeah. Like super strong clowns being cool does not, they're not cool, but that does, except for Buffalo, <laughs> right. but that doesn't, Thank you. Uh, doesn't answer the complaint. So I hate this. Yeah. I, I hate this so much. Um, the defense that I've seen of this is, oh, in the final cutscene, Batman seems to be favoring his arm. Like, oh, yes, he he would have broken his arm if he literally punched a strong clown and also detonated C4 on his arm. Fucking weird. Um, I don't I don't know. You you take him out, though. Yeah. Um, and that that's it. Like we get to Arcota, like most of the almost all the supervillains have been returned to their cell. Right. Um, everyone who had Titan was uh, returned to normal, except for the Joker, who is like missing his teeth and is in rough shape. Yeah. Yeah. Like he is, you know, all scatterbrained and attached to his Hannibal Lecter um, yeah. dolly, you know. Uh, missing his teeth he'll have him back later uh but he will yep. be much worse for the wear like this sets up the rest of the arkham arc yes yeah you know arc arkham um yeah. the commissioner asks like hey do you want to ride back home batman says no um i've got my own ride um however he gets a call broken armor no he's got to go deal with this bank robbery it's two-face he's on the case no 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 yeah robin robin a bank 
um, which is not like a direct setup for the next thing, no. uh, which would have been a cool thing if they had done that, but that's okay. Maybe they didn't plan it enough in time. And then a very weird choice, uh, at the end of the credits, you get a randomized ending. Yes. Um, a little bit of tightness floating in the water. So like everyone's favorite plot element from Arkham Asylum still exists. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like a, uh, like, a, like a cooler. It's not just uh, some a Titan in the water. Yeah. 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 A, a container. Um, and then a hand comes out and grasps it. Uh, the canonical one is Scarecrow, mm-hmm. but it can be Killer Croc or Bane. Yeah. Um, and that's the end. Mm. Then get the end. Like so, if you like Titan, it's coming back, baby. <laughs> uh, according to the the post credit scene. Yes. And that is Arkham Asylum. Um, I'm happy yes. to have come back and revisited this. Um, I feel a little bit. Um, not of sorts, but, you know, I wish I would have gotten a chance to play a little bit of Arkham City to ground some of my comparisons. Mm-hmm. That's just not the way time works, especially with stuff we have coming up for the network, you know? Yeah. Um, I, good. Before I um, started, uh, like, I want to get ahead uh, on October. So I'm, you know, been playing Resident Evil. Before I did that, though, as soon as I finished this, like, more or less the next day, I reinstalled Arkham City and played the first couple hours of it. Nice. Those are um, a good first couple of hours. It's re- it's a really good first couple of hours. Like the intro is very imaginative. Like it does everything and makes it better. That's not what, you know, there are people who will listen to this and will be like, I can't believe, you know, you just compared Arkham Asylum to Arkham City the whole time. Even if you don't, com- even in a vacuum, the elements of this that are failures are still failures, but the yeah. elements of it that are successes are still successes. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't entirely live within the context of the series. Right. Um, so it's like, if this had been the only Arkham Asylum, it's not like, all of a sudden the boss fights would be good. Right. You know, because they'd never got better or it wouldn't be that the plot wasn't stupid because the plot never got better. Yeah. The plot was always going to be a very like, again, very unjokerified plot. Um, I watched an interview with the, uh, the guys who made this um, and they talk about how plotting for a video game is different than plotting for a movie. Um, you have 15 hours. So you have to have these mini crescendos like every two hours. You kind of have to have a little bit of a climax. Mm hmm. Um, and you can kind of see them straining to make that work here. Yeah. You know, you can see that in effect. The fact that, like, we keep getting distracted to go do another side quest in mm-hmm. the middle of our side quest, in the middle of our side quest, go to these things, undercutting the sense of urgency. Like, you couldn't do the game that is just Batman goes and punches the Joker. Yeah. The way to do that, though, is not, I think, that the way that City and Origins and even Night kind of does a little bit better is not to nest it quite as much. No. I mean, so like, you have, like, the way the story is presented, you have four villains in play. You can have four, like, six, eight, whatever you want to do, have the main story, and then understand that you are going into these side quests in order to deal with yeah. extraneous villains. You know, like, that is something that it definitely gains by going to this open-world format. Yes. Yeah, it is uh, the fact that it um, they're not like these little episodes, the fact that everything ties together and then ultimately doesn't, but mm-hmm. faints to it is way worse than if they hadn't tried that at all. Yeah. You know, and but is again, just to you know, not be a downer, um, like as we mentioned, like the combat loop, even though I was getting sick of the experiments with it near the mm-hmm. end, um, all those like those uh, predator sections we like lost over there very tough are very fun. Mm-hmm. Like it is still like a revelatory game as far as influence and just joy in your hand. Uh, it's just something I'm very glad was not the end of that evolutionary line. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of where I land on it. Yeah. So no, I agree. This made some excellent stuff possible, you know, totally. in, including like later games in the series. 
Yeah, and it know. wasn't like a death march to walk through. Even the end, no, when it it's like super good. I'm, like it's so brief too. It's like a twelve-hour game. It's pretty quick, and even the end, when I'm really annoyed, like it's still fun. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not like the last boss fight, and maybe not the IV boss fight, but it's like still fun in my hands and and cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, if you, it is too late. If you have anything to say about uh, Resident Evils, um, at this point, no, it's not. No, oh no, it's not. Sorry, it's too late for Batman's. Yes, it is. That was last week. Yeah. It's not too late for Resident Evils. If you have anything to say about Resident Evil Three, Code Veronica, or Seven, hit us up by October fifteenth mm-hmm. at duckfeed.tv/contact. Yes, um, and it is too late to vote in our poll um, for the. Um, uh, maybe it's not. I don't know. Time is very strange. Yeah, check and see if it is. <laughs> check um, and see for the episode one seventy five that's happening in, in November. Um, yeah. Next week, uh, you're going to be able to hear what we are covering in November, um, and I think there is some good stuff there. So. Absolutely. I'm very excited about that. Um, if you like the show, you can support us on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Um, if you listen and you are, you know, we put out a lot of content, uh, you know, we keep it free of advertisements. Like, I understand money is valuable, uh, different levels to everyone. But, you know, if that's worth a buck a month to you, like, please consider mm-hmm. popping on there. It is easy to do. Um, it just happens automatically. I patronize a bunch of people uh, for token amounts, but it, it you know, it has not negatively affected me. I'm not a rich man and I know it makes a difference to them. Yes. So it is, uh, you know, Patreons are made up of small amounts. Yeah. So don't you feel know. bad if you're like, Hey, I can afford a buck a month. Yeah. Um, if you need an appeal to authority, I look at the spreadsheets every week. I can see exactly what difference those small amounts make for us personally, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. If everyone who regularly, regularly listens to us, gave us a dollar, we would be uh, in a much stronger spot. Yes. So, um, and that's where we want to be. And yeah. we appreciate those people who have helped us get there. Um, and we appreciate people who choose to help us in the future as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do not have any extra money to give us, but you shop on Amazon, uh, consider going to duckfeed.tv slash tip jar and using the Amazon links there. Select your region and we get a small kickback from the proceeds of whatever you buy. Especially with back to school uh, happening now and then uh, the winter holidays coming up. Yes. Um, so I think that's probably about it. Mm-hmm. Um, until next time. Uh, Watch out for Ace the Bat Hound. <laughs> Who is he? Try Watch out. Oh, no. Watch out. Oh, no. He's a dog. Okay, I gotta go. Okay, bye, man. All right, all right, talk to you later.